Hey, prayer friends. My name is Kendra Stanton. If you didn't already know, I'm Asherita's producer for the Prayers of Rest podcast, and I have some exciting news for you today. On August 3rd, we will be kicking off our fall season titled Breaking Free from Spiritual Strongholds. And as a way to celebrate, we have some bonus content for you. If you are facing temptation and want to learn what it looks like to break free from those struggles, listen in to hear Asherita share how you can find freedom from the spiritual strongholds in your life. This episode originally aired on the Carl and Crew Morning Show with Moody Radio Chicago. You can find their information in the show notes for this episode if you'd like to hear more from them. All right, let's jump into our bonus episode. Who doesn't want freedom from temptation and addiction? Oh, my goodness. Uh, hello, my hand's up. I yeah. want it. Want yeah. it. Mine too. Yeah. And we know that temptation, as we were looking at yesterday in James 1, Plato nailed it. I mean, it's like bait that Satan puts before us around every corner. Yep. And yep. it never stops. It keeps coming. Now, Satan's not omniscient, so he doesn't read our mind about what he can bait us with. So he'll keep changing what he puts on the hook. And he'll keep coming after us this way. But getting victory over the, those temptations, you guys ever walked away from a tempting moment and get the the adrenaline rush of going, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Of uh, knowing know that I just kept swimming, that, oh, I yeah. didn't, that I didn't fall for it, I didn't bite onto it. Yes. So now I get not to keep going. today, say not Absolutely. today. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Asherita with us right now. Asherita, isn't it a beautiful thing when we get that adrenaline rush of, yes, I just went right past that temptation and I didn't take the bait. Absolutely. I mean, that is us walking in our identity of who we are in Christ. We are dead to sin and alive with Jesus. And every time we say no to that temptation, we are living into that identity. That's where that adrenaline rush comes from. Yeah. Our guest right now, Asherita Choo Choo. Guys, she is the author of a lot of best-selling books. One of them is Full, Food, Jesus, and the Battle for Satisfaction. We're going to give you a link here in a little bit because she's got a brand new podcast coming up that is, uh, we're going to give you a keyword. We're going to give you a keyword and you're going to want to be there for this because it's it's timed really well with this topic that we have this week on temptation. Ask Sharita, what have you learned about temptation and addiction? What have you learned? Come on. <laughs> I feel like every day I'm learning something new yeah. tomorrow, but recently just this picture of that the bride of Christ in the book of Revelation is presented as clothed in white but clothed in the righteous acts of the saints. And the beautiful thing is when when God looks at us, he sees the righteousness of Jesus Christ. He doesn't see our failures. That is the great exchange that happens on the cross. And at the same time, because of Jesus' righteousness, he allows us, he empowers us to walk in righteousness, to walk in that identity. And every time that we say yes to the Holy Spirit, and no to our flesh, no to that temptation, it is like putting on part of that white garment. It is contributing to this future picture of, yeah. of what the bride of Christ will be like. So in my day-to-day life, like it's easy when I'm facing the pantry or when I'm tempted to say something uh, that puts someone else down so that it makes me look better. Or when I, I want to snap at my kids, it's easy to think, well, no one sees, like no one's going to care about this. Like it's not that big of a deal <laughs> in the grand scheme of things. Right. right. But when we zoom out and see like, no, we are getting to contribute to this cosmic wedding ceremony. Every time we are saying yes to Jesus, 
to moving us in alignment with God's will. And we are living into that future righteousness of Jesus Christ that he will clothe us in as the bride of Christ. Suddenly saying no to going to that website or saying no to gossiping about that friend, it's part of something bigger than ourselves. We get to walk in that. And and that motivates me. It's got to be the bigger yes. And I think that's a big theme. The Lord's been working in my heart with uh, counseling men, being a pastor to a lot of guys that struggle with pornography and other people that struggle with food. I think when we are focused on what we're saying no to rather than what we're saying yes to, we actually stumble over those things more readily than if we lift up our eyes and go to something greater. I, I want to shift gears because I think that's that's all over scripture. We got to get the bigger yes in play. But in 1 Corinthians 10, when it comes to temptation, there is a there are temptations that come our way that are common to men which I'm so glad you mentioned your kids and dragging someone down so you can lift yourself up. It makes me feel like, oh, Asherita is normal. She's like me. Good. All right. Good. So the the problem is, Asherita, is that we we know that temptation is common, but 1 Corinthians 10 is clear. Paul says God has provided the way of escape. How do we find the way of escape when we're staring temptation in the face? How do we do it? I actually think it starts before we face temptation. Okay, good. That's fair. Um, I think if you if you wait until you're facing down temptation, I think oftentimes you're just not prepared. And so part of of the work, it comes before it is preparing ourselves before we are in the heat of the battle. I, I think of what Paul says about putting on the armor of Christ, right? That we put on the breastplate of righteousness. We remember Christ's righteousness. We put on the helmet of salvation. We remember our security and salvation in Christ. All these things are proactively done before you engage in battle. If you walk into battle uh, naked, right. <laughs> you're, you're going to get hurt. Yep. You're going to get hurt. So that armor, that preparation happens beforehand. And for me, what that practically looks like is praying beforehand. Like if meals are a place where I'm going to overeat, I'm going to overindulge, I'm going to make food an idol, then I don't wait until I'm in the middle of the meal. I'm going to be praying beforehand. Like we have this built in. Most people pray before they eat. Include that in your prayer. Say, Holy Spirit, would you help me recognize when I've had enough? Would you like... Just right now, before I've even taken a bite, prepare me, make me alert, help me recognize when I need to put down my fork. And instead of like bemoaning the fact that I can't eat more, would you fill me with a grateful heart that I've had enough? What a gift that I have enough, right? Before you open up your laptop or before you pull up your phone in the yes. morning and unplug it from the charger, like don't don't wait until you're in the middle of a, a session. Like before you even start, say, Holy Spirit, would you make me attune to your prompting? Would you convict me? Would you prepare me? Would you show me when I'm about to turn the corner? Holy Spirit, prepare me and make my heart sensitive to the work that you want to do in me so that when we are in the heat of the battle, uh, we, we've already prayed yeah. through it. We're yeah. already like subconsciously prepared to, to listen to God's voice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Asherita, I got to tell you, I, there's a word that has been co-opted by a lot of pop psychologists, but it's really a word that belongs most aligned with disciples of Christ. And that's mindfulness. I find that the spirit of God makes me mindful of things that I've wandered into before meetings, not being mindful of, Ooh, 
I'm a child of God. Let's, let's look like this here. And that mindfulness is a powerful thing. Um, you've got a podcast that's going to be coming out called Breaking Free, and we're going to get people pointed to you. But I want to talk about two weeks into victory where it seems like I or other people, most of us, find ourselves struggling. It seems like those first few victories, it's just like, yes, I'm going to go. I'm going to be mindful. I'm going in the power of God. But when we think about breaking free, what do we do when we get two weeks in and something happens and we get kicked off the horse? How do we get back on and ride? More with Asherita Choo Choo coming up. Our guest this morning, Asherita Choo Choo, she is a best-selling author, speaker, blogger. And by the way, she has got a podcast that's going to be coming out soon called Breaking Free. We'll give you the address for all that in just a moment. But Asherita, I'm most intrigued with because I find as a pastor, people can get victory for a week or two. I feel like that's sometimes the result of bootstrapping it, kind of our strength. What gives people true breaking free where the chains are falling down and they get sustained victory for a long period of time. What separates people from the pack that way? I can tell you in my own life, Carl, I can sustain discipline for, yeah, about two weeks, but that's when my motivation runs out. (laughs) And that is when my own self will and power run out. Yes. And I think that is what distinguishes it is, are we fully dependent on God's power? and God's spirit to do this work in us, to break us free from these strongholds of sin and addiction? Or are we just trying to to muscle our way through? And that self-improvement mindset, the the American dream that I can make myself whatever I want to be, that can actually be pride. Yes, That can. can actually lead to our downfall. Because if we can do it ourselves, then we don't need God. We don't need to yeah. humble ourselves before him yes. every morning and say, God, if, if you are not with me in this, if you do not empower me in this battle, I am lost. <laughs> the battle is lost before I've even started. Yeah. Uh, that is an attitude of humility and submission. So in my own life, that looks like every morning coming before God and saying, God, I need you. Today, I need you. Every meal, I need you. Every conversation, I need you. Every moment my kids trigger me, (laughs) I need you. Yes. And also, in humility, when we blow it, when we sin, uh, not pretending it's not a big deal, not pretending, well, I'm going to do better tomorrow, humbly coming before God and saying, God, I blow it. (laughs) I confess. The book by Andrew Murray, Humility, I don't know if you've read it, but it is so amazing. I recommend it here all the time because he says humility is the one virtue that gives birth to every other virtue. And he also said in that book, humility, the lack thereof, is reason enough to explain every part of brokenness in people. He says it all hinges on humility. Comment on that for a second. Oh, I read that book a few years ago and it gutted me, Carl, uh, because I was like, I had an inkling that I was a prideful person. Oh, I didn't realize how deeply rooted pride was in my life until I read that. Isn't that book a ravaging book? It's good, though. And at the same time, it gave me hope that like everything my heart desires, God wants to give me. And humility is the heart posture that puts us in a place of receiving that from God. He's not holding out on us. Yeah. 
we're the ones who, with clenched fists, say, no, thank you. I can do it myself. Yeah. Uh, and, and so humility, rather than being something that God like hits us over the head and says, you need to be more humble. It, it's his invitation to say, I want to give you victory. I want to give you power from on high. I want to give you my presence. Humility is that posture of our heart to say, Lord, I, I want it. <sighs> all right, Asherita. So someone's saying this, and I know this because as a pastor, I hear it all the time. I've, I've been broken. I've, I've been, I've clinged to God. The, the hard news is if we find ourselves in a sin, repent, repeat cycle over and over again, we actually haven't hit bottom enough to see that we really need God. I mean, that's the tough reality, isn't it? Yes. And also, I'll say, again, my own experience, and I think Scripture bears witness to this, sometimes that humility also comes in reaching out to someone else and saying, I think I need someone to walk with me through this. Okay. Whatever addiction you're struggling with, I think part of pride is saying, okay, it's just between me and God, and no one else has to know. (laughs) And part of humbling ourselves is saying, God has given us the body of Christ because we need each other. And if there is a besetting sin, if there is a stronghold in your life, yes, humble yourself. Yes, pray. And and if you've tried all this and it's still not, you're not experiencing freedom. So Asherita, it's an interesting thing because we sometimes say I'm broken, I'm broken, I'm broken. And then, but when we break through and speak that to another person, that almost is the evidence that we truly are broken. But you have something for the person who's being confessed to that if we learn this discipline, we might see some real freedom. Share it with us. I think part of what's so hard with struggles and temptations is that um, Satan isolates us and makes us think we're the only one who struggles with them. There's so much shame and guilt. And he whispers to us, like, if people really knew, yeah. they, would, they wouldn't love you anymore. They, they wouldn't respect you anymore. And in humility, I mean, Scripture tells us, confess your sins to one another. When in humility, we take that brave step to confess sin openly without holding anything back, the bad and the ugly, in confidence with someone who is trustworthy, and that person speaks over us the forgiveness of Christ Jesus, when they remind us of who we are in Christ, when they walk with us through that and remind us, you are so loved by God. Like he is so pleased with your confession, with your act of obedience, even the smallest act of obedience. This is where having someone walk with us when we find like we can't do this on our own for them to say, I see that small act of obedience. So when you turned away from that temptation and I'm cheering you on, like that right is good. On. It's not perfection, but look at that one time you, you chose the right thing. God is pleased with you. Uh, we hear the, the approval and love of God through the body of Christ. Boom. And Carl, in my own life, that's done it. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to challenge our church, and I'm going to, you've, you've already challenged the boom crew, but I'm going to tell our church that, that we need to not just sit there and listen to a confession and go, okay, thanks for sharing that. We need to speak back over people and say, you know what? Mm-hmm. Our God is so pleased with you right now, and you need to know that. And he's smiling on you. That's mm-hmm. good. A hard discussion, but important. Okay, you've got a new uh, podcast coming up called Breaking Free. We're going to give the address for folks because this is going to be a dynamite thing. What do you hope to achieve with Breaking Free? 
So this is part of our Prayers of Rest podcast, and our prayer is that as we continue to bring these strongholds to God, that His Spirit would break us free from these strongholds, that He will release us from generational sin, from spiritual apathy, that He will give us freedom in those areas of our lives so that we might testify to Jesus who said, I have come to set captives free, to give sight to the blind, that our lives would give testimony to the power of Jesus Christ in us. So that's on the Prayers of Rest podcast. We're starting here in August. I'm so excited for what God's Spirit will do. Uh, this is not the Asherita show. This is the Holy Spirit yeah, right on. doing work as we humbly come to Him in prayer week after week. So I'm I'm jazzed for what I God's am too. Do. I am too, and the timing here is great because there's a lot of people right now, thousands, I think, that'll grab this up right Right now, guys, we got a link for you. What is it, Super Die? Yeah, very simply, just uh, text the word BREAK. The word is BREAK. And the phone number is 312-274-9624. 312-274-9624. Text the word BREAK. Wow. What an incredible conversation. I hope it encouraged you as much as it encouraged me. I don't know about you, but I am super excited for the start of the fall season. And since it's right around the corner, I wanted to share a special resource with you that will help you prepare for the season on breaking free from spiritual strongholds and help you continue to bring your struggles to Jesus in prayer even after this new season is over. This special resource is a set of scripture and prayer cards called Handling Hard Emotions, 20 scriptural prayers to get honest with God and live at peace. So if you find yourself struggling with the difficult emotions that often come when you experience temptation, these scripture and prayer cards will equip you to bring all of your worries and struggles to our good Father. These digital cards will help you express the hard emotions you're experiencing, springboard your honest prayers to God, and renew your mind with the truth of God's word. You can get yours today through the link in the show notes, or you can go to onethingalone.com backslash shop. I hope these cards remind you to turn your face towards Jesus, no matter what hard emotion you're facing each day. The Prayers of Rest podcast is a production of One Thing Alone Ministries helping you enjoy Jesus through creative spiritual habits. A big shout out to our Patreon prayer partners whose generous financial giving brings you this podcast each week. Many thanks to Angie Elkins Media for their editing assistance. And again, I'm Kendra Stanton, helping produce this show. And thank you for joining us here today. Until we meet again, may you find rest in God's loving presence.